Hey, Cass. Hey, what's going on? Did you know a huge portion of endocrine problems, so like endometriosis and PCOS and hormone disruptions, are caused by the things that we put in and on our bodies? I would assume. They affect women so much more than it affects men, but it affects men too. So there are men that suffer with skin conditions that... Acne? Yeah, and like it occurs as a result of the chemicals that we have in our skincare products, in our toothpaste, in our deodorant, and things like that. So coming out of the kitchen, we care about women. Yes, we do. And we, we do. also care about small businesses. Yes, we do. So Cedar Vale Natural Care offers a completely natural line of skincare products, including soaps and salves and body scrubs and lip balms and on the plus side all of their containers and packaging is either compostable or reusable that's exciting i like that idea yeah and so when i say natural i don't even mean that they use like fragrance oils or nat synthetic scents everything is scented using plant material or essential oil that's awesome yeah all of it is okay this soap company is, is this a young family it is yeah and she uses all of her products on her kids and herself and her spouse as well too i like the idea of um, biodegradable because i I am so tired of going to buy like laundry soap and you've got this plastic jug yeah, it has so much waste. I'm so tired of plastic. Yeah, so with uh, things like shampoo bars and bar soap that's completely cold process made, and a lot of them are actually vegan, which means they contain no beeswax and no animal material or animal byproduct at all whatsoever. So go to Cedarvale Natural Care on Instagram, Cedarvale Natural Care on Facebook, or send an email at Cedarvale Natural Care at gmail.com. You can visit the Etsy store via any of the social media pages and see what they have to offer. I'm on it. All right. I hope our listeners are too. I think they'll love it. Hi, this is Cass with Coming Out of the Kitchen. And today we are talking with Angie Dalton. She has a YouTube called Dalton Gang Off Grid. Off Grid is two words, not together, if you search for it on the YouTube channel. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. So first, let me ask you, because I'm from, we're in Fordland, Missouri, by the way, and I grew up in Fordland, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Tell me about yourself. Where did you grow up? So that's funny. <laughs> um, actually, I grew up in Southern California. Um, I was born in Northern California, and then I was raised in Southern. Um, we, uh, my parents moved out to Stratford, Missouri, when at the end of my junior year in high school, and uh, just for better life, cleaner life. Um, there was a lot of just garbage going on down in California at the time, which I think it's gotten worse with that I, what I hear. But um, anyways, we moved out here and um, we... Uh, um, That's kind of culture shock, isn't it? It was. <laughs> it was really <laughs> neat because I remember driving out this way and I looked and I saw green grass dividing the highway and I just <laughs> remember thinking, where did what? that come from? <laughs> but it's um, it's just it's really neat out here. It's really pretty. It's a lot more it's slow pace. It's not always just go go go. go. Well, it can be. It just depends. Yeah. But, so then you after Stratford, what happened? So um, my senior year in high school, uh, I signed up to be in the army. I went into the army reserves. What made you decide to do that? Um, a few reasons. Um, I really didn't know what I wanted to do uh, with, you know, after high school. And then a friend of mine, actually, she said, hey, I'm joining the Army. And I was like, well, let me look into that. <laughs> so um, it was, uh, it was, it's a decision I'm really glad I made. 
It was a really good experience. I was in for eight years. Wow. Um, I was deployed once uh, to Iraq, um, but I'm very happy that I am no longer in. <laughs> so what, what, what was your job when you were in the Army? I was supply. I handled all the, um, the just all the supply issues, the uniforms, um, uh, equipment, food, mm -hmm. all that. Mm -hmm. So let's go down that dark hole. Okay. All the problems. Okay, let's stop for a minute. Where were you stationed stateside? Um, in Springfield, Missouri, but mainly with the reserve unit in Springfield. So I you were up, Army Reserve, you weren't Army Army? Uh, no, um, I did end up going active duty with the reserve unit. It's called Active Guard Reserve. So uh -huh. I, I went to um, the um, uh, their, the unit there in Springfield every day. Okay, so I, you were mm -hmm. with the guard. Yeah, like the National Guard. Yeah, yeah the reserve. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. So. Okay. And then once, uh, once I was deployed, uh, it was out of Fort Benning, Georgia. So, okay. I had to go there for a little bit. So, in the last couple of years, and and this struck me really hard because I have a military family. Mm -hmm. So, it, I mean, this really touched me deeply. But like the Vanessa, Vanessa. <laughs> who was murdered. Okay. I think it was for Fort Hood. And years ago. Yeah, and mm -hmm. so then they've uncovered all of this sexual assaults and whatnot going on mm -hmm. in the military, and you did you ever experience any of that? No. Um, what I actually did experience was reverse racism. So um, I was um, I was deployed with the unit, unit that was... So you were deployed with... I was deployed with a unit that was predominantly black, mm -hmm. and I was one of the very few white um, and female, actually, because it was with a, uh, um, we called them horizontal, uh, we fixed the roads. We went out and, you know, they fixed the roads. Yeah. Um, combat engineers. And um, so it was, it was difficult because um, there was, there was just, there, that was the main issue was, was bickering between um, the them and then we are and then our battalion was actually deployed with a unit from Wisconsin so and they were predominantly white so there was a oh lot there's of a lot of bickering between yeah both. so and and I was with the unit out of Georgia so um, it was I don't know stressful it was that, that was stressful um, I, I would go, I went, to, there was a Taco Bell, I, I love Taco Bell, and I would go to Taco Bell and um, by myself, and I would eat, you know, just by myself, because I had, you know, my family was here, and um, I was told by my, um, the other supply sergeant who was over me, he said, he was a really sweet man, um, he was also um, African American, but he said, listen, um, you probably shouldn't go there by yourself, because you are one, you're a female and by yourself and you're white. So I didn't, I couldn't go to Taco Bell by myself anymore. Where was that at in Georgia? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right outside of Fort Benning. So that's weird. It was, it was really sad, but it was an eye opener and God really blessed me with surrounding me with people who were, who was very helpful. Took so. care of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a blessing. Yeah, it is yeah. a blessing. <laughs> But I, that's what I was going to tell you the other day, but I thought, I don't she probably doesn't want to go down that road. <laughs> no, we're just ta we're talking about the experiences, the hurdles that women run into, mm -hmm. the things that you have to figure 
do I go over this hurdle or around it mm -hmm. or underneath it if I have to? Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? Get past it. Because women still, we still get paid less than men. Yeah. And we still get kind of treated like second, yeah. you know, class yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. So just telling your story so other people will know what to expect. Yeah. I think, you know, us in America, just, and I, I mean, I guess, as America, America as a whole, um, we need to get past the, um, the, we are Americans. Right. And it doesn't get past matter. the divide. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter your race. I mean, if you want to, if you want to get technical, I, I got a phone call from like the census person a, a couple weeks ago and they said, what nationality are you? And I said, I'm Heinz 57, honestly, because I've got a little bit of everything. You got French, Italian, yeah. Polish. I mean, honestly, when you, you look at yeah. my skin, I look white, but yeah. honestly, the blood, you know, runs deep. So there's everybody nobody hardly you will see 100 percent of anything God, so. i'm so proud of you for saying that <laughs> so it just you know Why we need to get past that yeah we do we're in 2021 we're americans so there's just so much i think it's been boiling this is a whole nother topic but i think this whole division of classes division of colors has been boiling underneath for so long yeah and now it's festered up and we, it and we're just going to have to say, you know, knock it off. Enough's enough. Let's move on. But it is, you yeah. know, united we, we stand. Mm -hmm. Divided, Divided we, we fall. fall. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. Yep. Okay. So after the military, then what did you do? So came home and... Um, to Stratford? Yep. Well, no, um, I, I actually had a house in Springfield. Okay. Um, and so came home, um, got a job. I, I ended up going back to the reserves and I finished out my time with um, the transportation company out of Springfield. And um, so just had to get, go back to, you know, civilian life, had to get a job. And that's where I met my husband. So we, uh, um, we met, we fell in love. <laughs> and then um, uh, we ended up, long story, short we ended up in um Fordland Missouri I guess is he from Fordland he is yeah yeah he lived in Springfield when he was younger but um he he's been living in Fordland since oh I want to say his like freshman year almost freshman or sophomore year in high school so this is his home okay that's what he considers home I thought Dalton was a name out here that oh yeah it's very yeah. very popular out here prominent yeah, yeah. <laughs> so okay so you met him Who decided you wanted to live off-grid? Did you decide? Did he decide? Is this something you just kind of talked about and came up with together? All right, so the whole off-grid thing. Um, when we moved to Fordland, um, we... Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. No, I love that. Okay. Um, so when we moved to Fordland, um, originally back, oh gosh, what was it, like over 11 years ago, um, we were kind of forced to. That was when the uh, economy was really, you know, bad, you know, mm -hmm. back in, mm -hmm. what was it, 08 or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so we had a newborn baby. We had a newborn baby, our oldest son, Zach. And um, we, we realized that, uh, 
guess I got to backtrack. We decided that um, together that I was going to stay home with him, but that also meant one paycheck instead of two. Mm -hmm. And so we had to decide what we were going to do because... What um, expenses were mm -hmm. you going to cut? Yep. So we, um, we actually found um, this property out here and um, he, uh, which he grew up out here. So he was, he's actually walked to these yeah. hills forever. And it's, it's like, you know, he's always been here. But anyway, so we, um, we came out here and uh, we found a camper actually, just an old 70s camper. And we were like, okay, this is what we have in our savings. We're going to clear out an acre of land and we're gonna live in this and we're right. gonna build as we go. And so with that, we were also very, very broke. <laughs> and, um, but we, but we, we struggled, but um, we, and we were forced, almost, I guess, to live, you know, within our means. Right. And, um, and we didn't, we, we just, we didn't want to go crazy and get lots of debt and everything. Um, but uh, we, uh, I think, so when we moved out here, we, we didn't, we didn't have much. Um, and we lived, uh, um, we were blessed with that, with the, our trailer house mm -hmm. and, um, it was actually a rental house and it caught fire. And so when we got it, we had to refurbish it. We had to fix it up and, and, and that was, that was fun. It was, <laughs> it was, a, it was, a, it was really interesting, but, um, we, uh, um, uh, after we got it up and running with the little money we had, everything was still falling apart, you know, and um, I got to the point where I was just like, God, this is not how life should be, you know, <laughs> everything's falling apart, my washing machine isn't working, we got a leak in the sink in the kitchen, and, you know, I was, I was like, God, I want more, like, this is not what life's about, and um, uh, my husband ended up getting blessed with a job um, where we had, we pretty much had whatever we needed. Um, we, if our, if our washing machine broke down, we were able to just get a new one, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, we, uh, it, it, it was, it was a really, it, it was a really neat few years of our life and, and I, and I will cherish that time forever. But looking back, we can also see, um, how God was showing us, all right, here you go. I'm going to give you what you yeah. think you need. Yeah. And, uh, we'd always come back here to you know to check on the property and we were just like this is home you know this is this is where we need to be and uh we sat down we did a lot of praying and uh, we realized you know we didn't have it so bad before <laughs> we just our mindset wasn't there it was my mindset i know for myself was i'm forced to live like this and i don't want to do this oh. yeah and so when i realized um when god pretty much said fine you can have it all. I was like, huh, it's really not worth it because, you know, all the, all the hours that, you know, my husband was away from the family, all the, um, it was just, we were working our life away and we were never having any time for for ourselves. Um, he was missing out on a lot of church and that's something that's very important to our family. And, um, it just, the stuff wasn't worth it. And so when we came back here, we were like, we're going to do this. We're going to live off grid because we can. We did it for like, I don't know, seven or eight years, um, pretty much. Um, we had, you know, a limited electric. Um, but when we came out here, we said, we're not going to, we don't want any of it. We just, we don't want the hustle. We don't want the stress of bills. Um, our stress is, um, 
how are we going to carry a couple buckets of water across the property to <laughs> feed the rabbits or something, mm -hmm. you know? And uh, we'll take the sweat over the stress of the hours away from family. Right. So, so he changed his job, mm -hmm. and he has... No, you guys met at one job. Oh yeah, and he's had multiple jobs throughout the process. Okay, so yeah. then he's changed. Okay, mm -hmm. all yeah. right. And so you're not completely off grid. You're not no. solar. So our solar, our whole, our house is um, like everything is solar. So um, we to run um, like to charge our um, phones. Charge your phones. Um, we we've got um, different like light or light fixtures are run off of batteries. So we got to charge the batteries throughout the day. Um, we, uh, like our fans and our, we've got window fans. And so we've got to plug in the batteries to charge it throughout the day, um, to make sure, you know, we've got enough, uh, power in the battery box. So your solar's recharging your batteries, which is running your? Which, which is running our house. Yep. Yep. But you did have to have electric for the pump? For we the, have, we do have well electric pump. for the well pump right now. Yeah. Yep. Our goal, honestly, for within the next like year or two, is to get that. I, we're we're playing with the different ideas. We're playing with um, uh, solar for it. We're playing with the idea of maybe getting a, um, a windmill. But as you can see, we've got lots of trees, so windmill might be kind of difficult. And um, he's Randy's really into. Um, Have you thought of logging some of these trees? Um, well, we had to. We had to get rid of these trees here to build this platform that we're sitting on right now but we don't really want to get rid of too much because we we like the shade the shade is really good um and also it's 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 almost like we're in the middle of nowhere <laughs> well, yeah so yep. yeah so you can't do wind no i don't i think wind is pretty much out of the picture but that's okay because um, it's all i don't know as before it was stressful trying to figure out what we're going to do and now it's just kind of like what are we gonna do you know so right now he um, like I, I don't understand this part um, but uh, he's got like batteries and inverters and all sorts you know and the solar panels and it's funny because he'll sit down and be like okay you got to do this and this is what this is and this is what this is and I said Randy I don't know what you're saying <laughs> you just you handle this I'll handle the goats and the chickens and the ducks <laughs> So you have goats, you milk the goats? Yep, we milk our goats twice a day, every morning, every oh, that's night. That's right, I saw that on your YouTube because it was yeah. cold. Oh, that was a fun week, yeah. When it's negative 20 degrees, you just want to kind of get in there and <laughs> be done. <laughs> but yeah, we, we do milk, we make our own cheese. Um, we, uh, when people, you know, sometimes people want to buy our milk, so we'll sell our milk here and there. We... I've thought about having like a production and doing a big selling and everything, but I just, I don't think that's where we need to be. I Not think yet. it's, it's the simplicity. If somebody wants a gallon of milk, usually we'll have like an extra gallon on hand or, you know, or I may have to just wait, you know, I'll say, Hey, I'll, I'll bring it over, you know, this evening after we milk or something, mm -hmm. which is no big deal. Um, but yeah, we do our own milk, cheese, um, eggs, for, you know, with the chickens and the ducks and um, I was gonna say, what do you do with the ducks? Yep, our eggs, and just then eggs and meat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the rabbits are meat. And the rabbits are meat. Sorry, mom. <laughs> 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 yeah. I love your mom, by the way. She's a sweet lady. She is a sweetheart. She's a sweet lady. So long-term plans. So long-term plans. Um, I can't really reveal at the moment, but. 
the Dalton gang, we definitely think outside the box. Mm -hmm. So my husband has always wanted to build our home. Mm -hmm. And when we started on this platform here, we were gonna build a log cabin. But then prices of the wood just skyrocketed. And what, what it should have cost us, like two grand to build, would have ended up costing us well over 10,000 to do. And so um, we played with a few ideas. Um, I, I guess I can maybe say like, you know, the yurts and, and whatnot. Um, but even a yurt is 20 grand or more, you know, for, for a yurt for a family of five, I should say. Um, Are you talking about putting a yurt on your platform? We here? were we were playing with that idea. We were going to put a yurt up here, um, but like I said, one that would be big enough for a family of five is um, one that would be big enough for a family of five. It just it was just it cost way too much, and one of um, the goals that Randy and I have is to be out of debt. We don't want to, um, so that you know if Randy decides to. We, uh, I, um, he wants to do thing, you know, things here, or um, or if the economy crashes and the job he's got now doesn't, you know, if, if they're not able to keep up with, you know, uh, having cut our um, employees, then we won't be stuck in a position like we were before, where we were like, what are we going what to we do need? now? Here comes the stress of money and bills. Mm -hmm. So. Um, that's our ultimate goal. And so when we were thinking about the yurt, we pretty much had to just call that one out because, or scratch that one off because it was just too much. So, um, hmm, you'll have to just watch our YouTube channel in about a month. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fine. That's what we want to do. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's why I wondered why you didn't uh, log some of your trees. I mean, because you can grow trees back. But actually you'll see like on this platform, we've got six by sixes underneath. Mm -hmm. And these are our, um, those are all of our oak, a lot of our oak. Um, and then we've got some pillars. Um, so a lot of the stuff that's in here is from these, these trees that Randy had to cut out. Oh, I gotcha. But over here you see that big old pile. Right. Um, and so we, um, we're actually going to use that um, also for, like I'm building rabbit hutches right now. Um, and... Um, Firewood, you know, in the winter time, or uh, some good wood for chicken, that. chicken, um, chicken houses, you know, anything that we need. But so that's how many all. chickens do you have? Oh gosh, right now, um, I don't know, close to ten. Not very many. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can feed your family. Oh yeah. Yep. I used to have chickens. I love chickens. I I I'm not a bird person, and I think I think it, it stems back from growing up in California with all the seagulls. I though that was so funny because you know it. I'd love to just see the school from a bird's eye view when you just see these flock of seagulls come come past, and you it was like you can look down and you just see um, shadow of these birds, and then you just see kids just run for cover and. I've, I've had, they've pooped on my backpack, my jackets. I mean, it was just like a monthly thing. These birds were just, and uh, and so I let my boys run all the. Um, That's uh, hilarious. Yeah, they do all the birds. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did, I did have to move our ducks one time, and that was, that was fun. Just, yeah, that was fun. So we're here in Southern Missouri. But actually, we do have mountain lions out here, so. 
Have you I don't seen think him? that was it. Uh, my my husband and my son has seen one actually. My son came back and he's like, "Mom, I just saw the biggest fox ever, and it was right down." This do you path. mean like a bobcat or do you mean? No, the... it's a mountain lion. And I was like, oh, "Okay, you saw." Well, fox. you're on Panther Creek. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, you've seen a fox. You know, we've seen foxes all the time. And he's like, this was the biggest fox ever. And we're like, okay. And then um, we came home from church one night, and I went to go milk the goats, and it was pitch black. And I was checking the, the electric wire, and there was slack in it. And I was like, okay. So I went and grabbed a flashlight, and I was following it down. Well, four of the lines had been snapped, and they were flung. And I thought, that was not the goats. And so I called my husband and I said, you got to get down here, help me fix this fence. And I don't know if it might go neighborhood dog or something. Could have been getting black in. bear too. We have black bears. Well, then the next morning, my husband comes out here and he comes running back to the house and he's like, Zach, you got to tell me how big was this fox that you seen? And he's, he said, well, it's from the wall. And it was like, and he pointed at it, it was like six feet long. And I was, he, Randy said, that was not a fox. That was a mountain lion. And I just seen it <laughs> walking down the backyard. And so, yeah, we, we've seen, Randy has seen the mountain lion. I am very thankful that I have not seen it. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope I never do. Yeah. yeah, they're good hunters. Yeah, and so that's we think that's what happened with the goat fins that night. It probably tried getting in, and it, it got shocked. So it, we haven't had any more issues with the goats. <laughs> Thank goodness. This is all hot wire along here? Um, yes. Yep, it's not on right now. but. Do you use solars for hot wire? We will. Right now it's just a battery, and then we have to charge it with a generator. Um, but we're going to go and just get the um, the solar panel and yeah. just start just doing it on its own. Well, I just bought one of those solar ones for my cows. For a, they're quite pricey, but yeah, but they're, they're worth nice. it. They're nice. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, our battery's starting to die, so I'm having to charge the battery like once a week now. So I'd, it'd be nice to just let the solar panel do it. <laughs> okay, what are the weaknesses of living off grid? Oh, okay, so. One of the weaknesses is... What are the downfalls? Um, so one of the downfalls is it's a lot of work. Um, and while I enjoy and I love doing all of this, um, it is a lot of work. And so there's a lot of time into it. And nowadays, um, people are so used to, hey, let's go let's go catch up and you know get a cup of coffee or let's go hang out and, you know, <laughs> and have a play date with the kids or something. And, um, and, but... It's very difficult um, because it's it, we're constantly doing chores like that garden. We're constantly trying to maintain it. Um, you know, we're building rabbit hutches right now. My husband still needs to build a different hog pen. You know, so there's always something to do. Um, so how many hogs do you have? Five right now. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, so but we'd like to get you know get back into doing that. Um, and so I feel really bad because I've got so many girlfriends who are like, hey, you know, let's go hang out. And I'm like, I wish I could. <laughs> Do know? they come out here? Yes. Actually, a lot of times people will end up just coming out here. Because um, uh, who wouldn't want to? Oh, man. I, I, I think people sometimes are just like, I don't want to get in your way, you know, but it's like, you're not in my way. I'd rather you come out here and we can spend time with each yeah. other. Otherwise I've got to, you know, we'll go and we'll get to hang out for like 30 minutes to an hour. And then I got to get back and, you know, well, I, either, well, there's the commute. Yeah. 
And then there's packing up the kids if they're going. Yeah. If they're not going, it's packing up the kids and taking them to grandma's. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a lot into it, just being a yeah. young mother with family. To, yeah, yeah. I, I see your point totally. They can easily order pizza and come out here. Yeah, and just enjoy <laughs> the, the, I'd say peace and quiet. You can hear the. They're building a subdivision back there. Yeah. Yikes. But, um, uh, oh, I was going to say something. Because um, that'll raise your taxes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they actually came out and were like, they, I, we, my husband built a little back deck, or a front and back deck, and uh, it's like a little, like, eight foot by, like, ten feet, and they were like, they came out and they said, we hear you built a, a deck, we need to go measure it. Your taxes are going up, and my son. For a deck? My yeah, my son said, "Why are they doing mom? Or why are they doing that, mom?" And I said, "Well, they are. It's imp- apparently it's improving the pro- our property value, so now we got to pay more." And he's like, "You got to pay more to when you try to do things for your house." And I said, "Unfortunately, yes." <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. Um, See, I just built a shop, oh. and I put in spray and insulation, and yeah. then I put living quarters in part of it. Yeah. And the rest of it is the shop part. Yep. And they got me. Oh, man. If I'd have never put that window AC unit in. It would have been. <laughs> but it wasn't like I was trying to hide anything. I didn't realize. But, yeah, my taxes went up. When yeah. they, because they didn't even go in to see how much of it was living quarters. Yeah. They, they just, just predetermined how much. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not inviting you in. I'm no. sorry. I'm just not going to do yeah. it. I'll pay your stinking taxes. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Yeah. But, so, yeah, I kind of, when I bought the place, I really wanted to go off grid, yeah. but I didn't realize how difficult it was. I it's, mean, it's just, cause um, it's, it's just not, me out there. I don't yeah. have the young boys doing chores yeah. with me, you know? Yeah. Well, so. it's, um, it's just time consuming, I think. Um, and actually my oldest son, he went to church camp a couple weeks ago and, um, it's not like the chores it's not hard, it, but like I said, it's just time consuming. And when you've got five people, like I am constantly picking up. And, and, and we are teaching the boys how to pick up after themselves. Good but let's be you. honest, it, they're 11, 7, and 3. So they're, That's not, a the, chore, though. they're not the best at, <laughs> you know, cleaning up after themselves all the time. So I'm always picking up after them. And, you know, but then, and then on top of that, trying to do, um, uh, the chores around here, but, um, but yes, it is a family, like it's a family effort, you know, living like this. I, I mean, living, even if you're not off grid family, it should always be a family effort mm-hmm. to keep your house going and running and clean and, um, the cooking, the, you know, everything, feeding dogs, even though, you know, if you have a dog or a cat, yeah. let your kids do that. Yeah. So they get that, that, um, experience. Responsibility. Of, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. One, um, and then one other thing too, I wanted to add, um, it, it's, I've, I've adjusted, but, um, the, the laundry for off grid, when we first moved out here, um, we, I, I was doing it in a wash bucket, but now when you are, I saw your YouTube on that. Oh my gosh. When Go you, ahead. when you are doing laundry for five people and four of them are boys, <laughs> um, it, it, that my goodness and so I was actually I was tired of just doing it out of one bucket I mean I had two of the wash buckets and I went out and got went to Walmart or to the dollar store and I got one of them kitty pools and I mean I was just knocking it out and I'm like I'm gonna be done with laundry because otherwise I am literally going to be doing laundry every single day 
hours at a time. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I was just knocking it out all over the place. And then when it started getting cooler, Randy's like, hey, let's go get a portable washing machine. And um, I thought, you know, I'm, I'm a creature of habit. I Once I get a routine, it's hard mm -hmm. for me to adjust. But um, I'm learning, to, <laughs> living like this, I need to adjust. So we got the portable washing machine, which I love. But, um, but you have to do it when the sun is out. Um, you know, so if, if it's like, oh, we're expecting rain next Wednesday. Well, I'm definitely going to get the laundry done Monday and Tuesday because <laughs> Wednesday is a no-go. And so um, I try to do laundry twice a week. Otherwise, I fall back and it's it's a pain getting caught back up for so when you people. say you have to do it when the sun shining do you just mean because of drying it out on the clothesline mm -hmm, the drying and then also um running the washer machine on the on our box on our electric box which is you know with the solar so when the sun's not out i, I, try, I try to keep the battery up on our on our box so you just need more solar panels, huh? Well, yeah, yeah, we're definitely going to get more solar panels. Are you panels. getting them from that place in Seymour? No, um, we're, we've gone through um, uh, Goal Zero. Um, it's a company. They've, we really like their product. It's pricey, but we really like their product. It's last, it, it seems like it lasts a long time. Um, Have you tried the Seymour place? Have we've called. Um, my husband wasn't happy with their okay. answers. That's all right. <laughs> We didn't name who they were. So yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, I think they were. Actually, I think what happened was he had called and was like, "Hey, I want to know about your 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 windmill because it's you know solar and wind or whatever." Mm -hmm. And the man said, "Well, um, I've got information about solar." And he said, "Oh, I know, but can can you answer me you know these questions about the the windmill?" Well, no, but we don't. We really don't do that. We just do solar. And so he said. Oh, never mind. <laughs> we've got solar, so um, I don't know. We we may end up going through them, but uh, we really like that goals. We like the goal zero, and also, and they may have it in. in Is that somebody you have to do online? Yeah, he does that. I I I don't even want to mess with online, but uh, um, but they actually have solar panels that um, are portable, so you can put them in like a carrying case, and so we can, if we wanted to go camping, we can take our solar with us camping. Yeah, and so, I What's mean... What's it called? One goal? Uh, a goal zero. Goal zero. Mm -hmm. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, they're really nice. And the, the, the systems um, that we've got, the, the, it's, we've got a Yeti 1000, and then we've got a 400. Um, and, like, the 400 runs our shower, you know, in the bathroom. Um, so it heats your water. Mm -hmm. And then um, we just have to charge it, like, w once a week or so. Um, and then we've got uh, the one, the Yeti 1000 that, you know, charges everything for us, all of our, you know, whatever, everything like, we do use. Do you have a cook stove, like a range? So our cook stove at the time, um, I call it my summer and my winter stove because <laughs> we've got um, a, the wood burning stove that we cook on. Uh -huh. um, it's the uh, Baker's Choice wood stove. So it heats our house while I can cook on it. The whole right. top is the stainless steel. And, um, it's, and it's stainless a, steel? The, um, or cast iron. Or, uh, no, stain, yeah, stainless steel for the top, the, the, burnt, the wow. top of the stove. And then it's cast iron, you know, for okay. this, the actual stove part. And it's got a warming rack on the top so I can keep my, my, my food warm. Um, but that living in a 70s trailer house and having that stove in the house is, doesn't work very well. So, I, so I just cook on the grill during the summer. And we, so we've got a grill on the front porch. And... I mean, I mean, I got to, and it's funny because before we 
um, when But how do you do like vegetables and stuff? Just on the grill. Um, I can boil them on the grill. I can oh, I can gotcha. grill it, you know. Um, I, I can food out on the grill. I can wow. make pizzas and cookies and all that, you know. I just have to adjust times and adjust temperatures and you get you get a feel of it so that's amazing it's fun but that's right that would be a full-time job yeah doing all of that yeah yeah so you gotta yeah it's um it's fun but it is it's very living like this is just time consuming it's rewarding because you get to actually enjoy um the benefits of what you're doing mm-hmm. rather than just working your life away and then having to pay somebody else to run to the store and mm-hmm. buy yeah yeah so yeah i totally agree with you yeah if i was your age i'd be all up on that too <laughs> you can do it now i don't know girl just you know honestly um uh yeah you could do it and you you get to know people who are like-minded and you know, you just call them up and say, hey, I got a question. And yeah. anyone's like, oh, I got an answer for you. <laughs> you know, I'll help so you So do out. you have a network out here in Fordland? Um, yes. You know, we've got a couple neighbors. Um, who, that are off-grid, too? Um, either off-grid or working towards it. Um, you know, people and just, yeah, different towns all over the place. Um, um, not necessarily off-grid all the time, but maybe, like, grows their own food or Mm -hmm. grows their own vegetables or has like a secret that their um, grandmother taught them you know about canning or something you just get to know people Um, you've got information that they need and would like to know and they've got information that you need and um, we just got to remember to love one another and we will work together right Mm -hmm. that's why it should be it should be it should be so how's your copperhead I have not seen one this year, so yes, we we see. Well, I wouldn't get in that wood pile. <laughs> no, no, not right now. No, um, but we've seen a couple snakes. We've got those. I don't know. I'm probably gonna say this wrong, but I think they're like a black, like king snakes or uh-huh. something. They, they're black, but they've got like the speckled. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, when we first moved back here, those we, are good. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Cause they shake their tail kind of like a rattlesnake yeah. and i was like this has got to be a poisonous snake so i killed like 10 of them oh no yeah and then this winter time t- we got lots of mice <laughs> well that and they'll take care of your pot of your copperheads yeah well so um i seen one this year and i was a good girl and while i was squealing and screaming i picked it up and i kindly moved it just away oh. from the house <laughs> and i said this is your territory and this is mine just maintain the boundaries That's and we'll hilarious. be fine. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. So, so how much land do you, did you get out here? Um, we've got almost four acres, I believe. Four acres. Yeah. yeah. So not a lot, but still. For a California girl, it's like thousands of acres. <laughs> My lands. I did a podcast with Pam in Fordland, and the train runs right behind her. Yeah. And I can hear it all the way out here while uh, we're doing this podcast. My uh, oldest son, when he was little, all three of them loved trains. But when my oldest son was about a year, year and a half maybe, um, he was asleep. Um, and he heard that from a distance. And he didn't, he didn't even open his eyes. He just raised his little hand and he acted like he was asking <laughs> the train conductor to 
blow his whistle. That's hilarious. <laughs> it blew his whistle. They used to have a little train thing in Fordland. Do they still have that, or did it? I, um, think they, I don't think they have in it necessarily like any kind of you know train. It used to be a little and, child children's. Yeah, I don't think they. Do. I think he's retired. Oh, you're talking about the property, like who the guy who's got like train. The little trains. Yeah, I don't. They're, for kids that can mm-hmm. ride on. I don't know. I, you know, we were actually driving one day years and years ago, and we saw that, and we didn't know what that was. But Fordland was, used to be like, that we were known for the the train stop, I guess, or something. So, um, but, no, things have built, and they just pass us by. <laughs> like the depot, you mean? Yeah. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't ever hear that, rumor that. Yeah. But, yeah. So... What would you tell someone, if you were to pay it forward, someone coming up behind you, what would you, what advice could you give a young lady? Um, don't think that you can't do this. Don't think that this is just a reality TV show and you're just going to watch it on TV every Thursday night. Um, and think, man, that looks fun, but that's not reality because it seems like that's what is happening a lot nowadays. People want to watch this instead of doing it, mm -hmm, and you can do it yourself. Um, Don't let life pass you by to where you just are watching somebody else live it. Um, It's a struggle. It's a very big struggle to learn all of the things. Like I said, I just built a rabbit hutch like two weeks ago and I look I still like almost every day I look at it and I think oh my goodness I built that <laughs> did you YouTube that uh not yet um I um we were going to and then we changed phones and so I've got to figure out how to transfer pictures and videos but I'm I'm going to make more and so we will I'll, I'll show you know the the whole process of how to make it and the steps and stuff the procedure but I will I will I'll put that together um but uh it, it's a struggle and, and you don't, when you first start, don't look at the big picture. Just focus on the task at hand because if you look at the big picture of what needs to be done, you'll get so overwhelmed and then you'll get discouraged. Um, my dog's chasing a cat. Is it the cat? Yeah. I thought it was a rabbit. Okay. Um, and uh, don't get discouraged. Um, just keep going and find your uh, your network. Find the people who are going to help you out. Um, there are still so many um, elderly people around here who are so full of information on um, how to can vegetables, on how to um, butcher your animals, on when to start, um, you know, all any information, yeah. you know, any little bit of information, these people around here, we live, we're so blessed to live in this area because, you know, they grew up doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, it, all this information is going to be lost if we don't. If you don't, mm-hmm. you, you are so, so right. So we need to, um, my, my advice is don't give up. Um, start small. Don't, I mean, unless you've got the funds, because it is expensive to start it off. Um, doing it with the solar and everything now if you would just want to just tough it out and just go for it it's you know it it can it's very very doable but um, 
if you're wanting to, you know, have the solar and 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 all that kind of stuff, it, it's and if you're having to build something, it could be kind of pricey. But um, don't give up. Start start small and work your way up. It um, it may take a couple years to get everything in place. Like I'm still trying to figure out where I'm going to have my rabbits. You know, Randy's still trying to figure out where's the hogs going to go. And so it's just a process. And so don't, don't, don't look at the big picture, but don't stay there. Just look at the big picture, figure out what, it, what do you need to do right now. Take it step by step. And then slowly work your way there. That's some good advice. Mm-hmm. So hope. you don't run your hogs free on your acreage no actually the people we got them from did but they live way out in the middle of nowhere and so that would be so neat if we could do that but um i just i don't feel comfortable enough living that close to the road to just let them with the hot wire (laughs) so (laughs) we actually (laughs) built (laughs) we (laughs) built a pen for them with the hot wire but um, they weren't used to that when we got them. Oh, no. And so we lost two of our hogs in the process of transporting them here. So um, what we had to do was... Um, because they, they hit the wire and they freaked out. And they just ran. Ran. And for, uh, for like two or three weeks, we were just looking for these hogs. And I was posting it on the residence page. And it was, it was funny. And actually, at one point... My husband and his dad was driving down the road, and his dad said, well, that's a funny-looking dog. And Randy said, that's not a dog. That's my pig. And, <laughs> and they tried getting out and getting it, and it, and it was just Couldn't. too fast. No. But so hot wire is not an option for us right now because we don't even want to have to deal with that again. So pr- temporarily, we've got them in a dog pen, and then when he's got some time, he's going to build an actual goat pen or a hog pen and um, with, um, the actual hog paneling and stuff. So uh, we don't even want to attempt that. <laughs> so does his parents live close? Yeah. Yeah. They're just right down, right down the way. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's another support system. That's awesome. It is. Mm-hmm. And they've always lived right down the road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Okay. That's cool. I want to thank you for taking time to talk to us today. Well, thank you for, thank you for all these questions. And I really hope it was somewhat of a help (laughs) I'm just like I said coming out of the kitchen we're just here to hear women's stories Mm -hmm. and maybe reaching a hand back to help the generation behind us yeah give them wisdom or you know a direction to follow encouragement yep and prayers (laughs) and prayers Prayers are always (laughs) they're always good yes I do that a lot myself. Yeah. (laughs) So thank you, Angie. This is great. Our takeaway from this interview with Angie and the Dalton gang off-grid is that she has some good messages to to set out there. She says, don't let life pass you by, as in don't watch other people doing the things that you really want to do. Stay focused. Find a network and don't get overwhelmed by the big picture. Take baby steps, one step at a time. Thank you all for listening. I really enjoyed my interview with Angie out in Fordland. Background music was the neighbor's cat who kept trying to type on my computer. Um, Her awesome birds, a distant 
airplane and a distant train. But I enjoyed the interview with Angie. I loved her place out there. She's doing an awesome job. She has an awesome work ethic and uh, a lot of good ideas. She's a woman who will give back to those who need help getting up. And that's what we need, women working together. So thank you, Angie and listeners. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Reach out to me. Email me, coming out of the kitchen pod at gmail.com. Let me know what you think and let me know if you want me to talk to you and let me hear your story, share your story. We also have a Facebook page coming out of the kitchen. You can drop a note there. Let me know what you think. I really appreciate your feedback. I'm just trying to get out there, record the stories of women, how they got to where they are, and how they can help those younger than them get to where they are today. So, thank you listeners. Reach out to me. Coming out of the kitchen pod at gmail.com. Until next time.